Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. For the next month on Getting Work to Work, I'm going to share several impactful experiences that I had working in a retail environment. Spending eight hours a day walking on a concrete floor, helping customers, and making sure shelves are full, one tends to witness a multitude of experiences, both positive and negative. In today's monologue, I'm unpacking one of the most valuable learning opportunities, shutting out the world and getting to work. I wouldn't say I lacked focus before, but I was easily distracted by text messages, email, and social media, not to mention internal worries and concerns. I got a lot done by learning how to shut out the world and focus on the tasks at hand. Now, how to bring that back to my daily work where the temptations are all around. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 624. Ah, it's good to be back on the podcast. I've been away for a couple of months because, as I mentioned, I've been working a full-time retail job, but uh, it's now over, and I'm focusing again on Chris Martin Studios, producing videos, podcasts, you name it. And uh, in that process of working that retail job, I've never done that before in my career, and I happen to learn a lot about myself, a ton, really. I learned about what I want. I learned how I show up in the world, the way I want to help people, and so much more. And throughout the next several weeks on the show, I'm going to share several lessons that I've learned. But for now, I'm going to start right here. Because perhaps the most important lesson I learned over the past five months is just how distracted I've been. Before, I didn't think I had focus issues, but when you go from working for yourself where you are defining your workday with all the trappings of modern connectivity from email, social media, news, text, shows, to having a very controlled environment with a limited number of tasks at hand, I couldn't help but see how distracted I was. I couldn't focus for that long working for myself because I really did have internal and external distraction issues. And I I noticed them in the work environment too, in the retail environment. So if it was hard there, it had to have been very difficult working for myself. Even as I write and, and talk this monologue out, I feel the compulsion to check email. Surely something has come in. Surely something interesting has happened in the news. I should go check that, too. Has anyone posted something I need to see on social media? But really, what I've learned is that by shutting off the world and its concerns, you can actually get a lot of work done. Now, in my mind, there is a lot of pushback against the idea of shutting out the world because there's so much going on every single moment of the day. Chris, buddy, you need to be informed about what's going on in the world. You can't just bury your head in the sand and and pretend like there's nothing wrong out there. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that there is a difference between shutting out the world while you work and intentionally educating yourself about the world while you're not working. It's about focus and control. And it's a choice we all have to make. And we don't need nearly as much external sources of input as we think we do. Another realization that I had is how loud not only my external world was, but my internal world. 
I was constantly distracted by my worries, doubts, and fears. And as I learned to shut out the world, I could also shut up my internal self-talk, that negative self-talk, the stuff that just distracted me from getting to work. Because what I learned on the floor is a customer doesn't care if I'm struggling with imposter syndrome. They really just want you to solve their plumbing problem. And sure, there were moments where I didn't have the answer and it would trigger that internal moment of doubt. But the brilliant thing was that there was almost a never-ending line of people who needed my help. Now that I'm back full-time to my business, I know that I'm going to need to adjust my environment to allow me to shut out those internal and external worlds so that I can get to work. And I hope that if you recognize that you might have the same problem, I hope that you'll find a step or two in this following list to try out and explore for yourself. So I'm going to share seven questions to ponder as you shut out the world and get to work. Now, the first question might seem obvious, but it's this. How must I show up to do my job? I never really thought about that question much working for myself. I turn the computer on, I check my email, I do my work. But when I was working at this retail job, there was a very specific way that I needed to show up. There were expectations of me from management, from my coworkers, from customers. And so as a self-employed person, as someone who runs their own business, you need to be very aware of how you must show up to do your job. What are the expectations that others have for you? But what are your own expectations? What are your dreams? How are you bringing those things into your job? And so when you start knowing the ways that you need to show up, you're going to be able to do that if you're shutting out all of those sources of distraction that tell you how you're not good enough. Now, the second th question to ask yourself is this, what notifications are essential to do my job? It is amazing how loud some environments are. And some notifications are essential to do your job. Like when I was working on the floor, I had to pay attention to my phone. I had to pay attention to customers. I had to pay attention to pages. So many notifications, so many distractions. But when I'm working my, my desk job here at Chris Martin Studios, very rarely is there a notification that is essential to do my job. And so when you are in control of your environment, you need to design that environment by controlling your notifications. And that brings me to the third question. How does your environment reinforce the work you must do? And again, I state that as the work you must do, the work that you're getting paid to do, the work that is putting forth the dream that you have into the world. And if your environment takes you away from those important tasks, then you're not going to get to work. You're going to constantly be distracted. And that's what was happening to me. And now the fourth question, how will you control those distractions that take you away from your work? Now, there were moments where I would be walking around going, what was I doing? So perhaps you write down on a sticky note where you left off. But when you work for yourself, you can control those distractions differently because there are going to be distractions that take you away from your work. The fifth question is this, will you be honest with yourself 
and make necessary changes to your environment and your processes? I think this is the hardest question because I don't want to be honest with myself a lot of times. But through this process of learning how I work, learning how I get stuff done or not get stuff done, I've learned that I need to be honest with myself. And by saying I lacked focus, that's hard to admit. But if I don't admit that, I can't make the changes to my environment. I can't share my needs to other people. And I, I, I'll just stay trapped in a box that I don't want to be in anymore. Because it comes down to the sixth question. What do you really want to accomplish in your lifetime? And if you're constantly distracted, you're never going to accomplish anything in your lifetime. You're just going to be bouncing around all of these things that don't matter to you. So what matters to you? What do you really want to accomplish? Write it down. Keep it in your environment so that when those temptations arise, you look and see what you want to accomplish so that you can get it done. Seventh and finally, how does your connection to the internal and external world enable or prohibit the work you need and want to do? Many years ago, I was told that I was too self-aware, and I was offended by that. But I think there is something powerful in that sentiment of being too self-aware, because I couldn't shut off those internal connections, those internal feelings. But by being able to push them aside for a moment, not forever, and allow me to work, they took a different shape over time. They didn't become something that controlled me. They became something that brought flavor to the work that I was doing. So how can you change that connection to your internal and external worlds so that you can get your work done? It's ultimately not easy to make these changes, but I believe they are necessary. And again, I'm not advocating for ignorant people who shut themselves off to the world completely, but merely empowered creatives who quiet the world so that they can get their most important work done. Because it's about having control over the demands for our attention. I'd love to know how you shut out the world so that you can get to work. Drop me a line at chris at chrismartinstudios.com and let me know what tactics and strategies you use to control your focus. Maybe it's software, maybe it's willpower, or maybe it's something I don't even know exists. I would love to know. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.